And we're back. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Boom. We're back for a special episode. It's your host, DJ Boom, again, with co-host Oscar and special guest, DJ Filthy Rich. What up, what up, what up? Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Filthy Rich is the creator of upcoming cartoon and animation series called The Roach Motel. Um, first off, uh, introduced you as a DJ. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the creation of an uh, animation series. Right, right. How did you get to that? Um, and what made you choose Roaches? And what made me cho- choose Roaches? Okay, so DJing is, is my hustle, right? It's my job, it's my career. That's really how I make a living. But I was always an artist first, you know what I mean? Like, since a kid, I've been drawing. You know, I was drawing before I could even write, for real. So when I was a kid, I always had a vision to make a cartoon. Always, like I always knew I was gonna do that. So even when I got into the music business, like I've been in every aspect of the music business, you know what I'm saying? And just going through, that's how I built my network, but I still would draw all the time. You know what I'm saying? I DJ a party and then go home and just start drawing. So um, I went to the Art Institute of Philadelphia for two years and I took the animation program and I started to really see what it took. And I was like, damn, I think I could do this. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work, but I liked it. And then um, I transferred down here to the Art Institute of Atlanta and I started meeting some other students that were dope and everybody had different visions. So we just started working on little pet projects. And that's how I really I started to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the roaches came from life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when yeah. I first moved down here, me and my homies, we had this apartment uh, on Six Flags Drive. We was in the hood. We didn't really have no paper like that. And we had mad roaches. You know what I'm saying? So uh, one day, you know, we used to smoke mad weed. And I was one day I was just high as hell. And I had a homework assignment. And my homework assignment was create your own show and draw a storyboard to explain it, right? Mm. So I'm like, dang, I don't have a story. And I'm smoking and I just see this roach just crawl across the table and he just literally walks into the ashtray and just starts fucking around with my weed. So I'm like, uh, I wonder if the roaches is just like us. Like, I wonder if they was just like us and they want to smoke weed and chase girls and party and all that. And I was like, I'm about to just make this my homework assignment. So that's what I did. And when I turned it in, you know, I thought I was going to get in trouble for real. But my teacher pulled me to the side, like, yo, this is dope. Like, you need to really focus on this. It might be able to be something. So like, did, you know, did you know at that moment that you were going to continue on with the series? Or oh. was it just a joke and it just turned into, all right, this is actually kind of dope? That's exactly how it happened. It mm-hmm. was really on some, you know, being transparent. It was really on some high shit. I was just like, you know, let me just see. But it was dope, like, the way I, I put it together. And then I just, it came real natural. Like, I just automatically had, like, a million stories. Like, mm-hmm. I just started thinking of, you know, how I was growing up and people that I know and the way I interact and, you know, just, I just had a million stories and I thought it would be dope to be able to tell real urban stories that are funny through a roach's perspective because I can get away with a lot more. You know, you tell these stories with people and it doesn't land the same, you know what I'm saying? So roaches are like the ghetto version of white bugs so I could tell ghetto stories through. See, I've seen that uh, you've also dealt with some backlash as far as like, Racist people thinking it's racist or yeah. Yeah. things of that nature. But how can it be racist if I'm black? That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? If I had a writer's room full of white people doing it, I could definitely see that. But I never said that they were black. I just said they were roaches. They were roaches. Yeah. You're assuming they're black because they live in the ghetto. I'm just telling ghetto stories through a roach's perspective. If you feel like they're black, then hey, cool. So take me th- take me through the uh, journey as far as assembling your cast and the full crew that you have on today. Well, um, I really started off just me and my best friend. You know what I'm saying? It was just start off, we did all the voices. I would write the stories. 
he would do the voices with me and then I would animate them on my own. And I was doing that for like a year just to see if I could do it because really animation takes a lot of work. One person's not supposed to do a cartoon. Like what I'm doing is not really being done by anybody. You know what I mean? It really takes a, a team of animators. But just like with you with the podcast, like I had all these stories and these ideas and I really wanted to do it. And I couldn't afford to hire a bunch of animators. It's expensive, like super expensive. So I found some software that allowed me to be able to do it on my own. And once I figured out I could do it on my own, it was a lot of work, but I was like, I'm addicted to it. So I just started doing it and putting it out. And I ran across uh, my man, Chad, and Chad runs a podcast called The 85 South Show, which is Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly. And I showed him the cartoon. They actually were trying to hire me to do some animation work for them, like animate some of their skits from the podcast. Mm -hmm. And- Around what time was this? This was, going on four years now. So even with them, when I first met them, their podcast was in the beginning. That's why I say I like seeing stuff from the beginning because yeah. I don't even think they knew how big it was gonna be. Like now they're going around the world doing live shows and selling out tours from the podcast. So when I first met them, it was just like this. Yeah. They were just in the, they call it the trap house. They were in the trap houses doing the podcast, but they were mad funny. Like from Jump Street, when I met them, I was like, yo, these dudes are funny as hell. I never thought to make them part of the, the cast though. It just naturally happened. I was supposed to animate stuff for them, so when I showed them my work, only thing I had to show was the roaches. They immediately wanted to hop on. They were like, yo, we're doing this. Fuck the skits that y'all got, let's do this. I'm like, for real? Yeah, yeah. So we just been working ever since. Literally just happened just like that. So I've seen that um, it originally, you have lots of clips up on YouTube, mm -hmm. but as far as like official uh, episodes, there's only five listed. So I have, 22 what I call roach clips, right? So roach clips were two to three minute skits that I was doing just to see if I could even get it done, mm. right? And then just building and building. And once I built the cast and I got better with the software and everything, I was able to start really building the world. So yeah, I have five complete episodes, which really, if you put them together, is really the pilot for the show. It's a 30 minute pilot that I was gonna shop to the networks. Okay. So that's where I'm at now. So, um but I have 22 episodes that you can really watch, like, done, up. Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of the videos. They're pretty yeah. funny. Um, I, some of my favorites are when you got OG Bug sitting, in, uh, sitting on the rock, just kind of yeah. narrating his <laughs> stories, or just like the flashbacks and things of that nature. I'm just getting on to him. Yeah. yeah. It's silly, man. It's something that, you know, I just feel like it's filling a void that's not there. Like, we don't have any content for us really anymore. Not animated, you know what I'm saying? The last thing that we had was the Boondocks, and that was years ago. And that's just now coming back. Yeah, and they yeah. might, we don't even know what's going on. They were supposed to make a fourth season. Exactly. It was in production. Um, rest in peace, Pops. Mm. Yeah, rest in peace, John Witherspoon, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to see. I've seen that you guys, uh, at least the 85 South Show, they were up on Breakfast Club as well talking about it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely are gaining traction with the show. Yeah. I think people are catching on to it. Um, what do you want to see as far as Roach Motel? What's next for it? So the original intent was make enough um, episodes to gain traction to where I can make a pilot and pitch it to Adult Swim. Like the vision was always, all right, I'm gonna make this, this is an Adult Swim show. Mm -hmm. But now I think my vision has changed because I've dealt with networks and I've had friends that have dealt with networks. And when you deal with networks, they don't always understand the vision or understand the content. Mm -hmm. And you also don't own it anymore. You know, you sell, you know, they call it selling a show. Yeah, you're but selling the rights, basically. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've 
been working on this for four years, getting out the mud with it. It's been growing its own fan base. The 85 South show has a whole network of fans. So I've shifted now to where I'm literally just decided, like maybe like in the last two weeks that I don't even want to go to the networks anymore. I want to um, put a budget together and make an independent movie. And we put it out ourselves. Because I was about to say, um, the way I see things that are going, people, I don't know about you, I personally don't watch a lot of TV, like actual television cable. But the way everything is nowadays is that we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter 90% of the time. That's where we get our media news from. That's where we get Mm -hmm. our current events from, wherever it be. I feel like these different social media apps or channel or they're turning into channels basically exactly just like tv channels they're networks you know what i'm saying so if you just keep building your own it's going to get to the point where it's just roach motel tv like you have it exactly and it's a whole channel yeah. and the blueprint is already there so all i have to do is just keep working and gaining traction absolutely yeah yeah so that's the next step man is a movie because it takes me a long time to do these episodes anyway and i think that's kind of what it's taken so long is because people go crazy and then it takes me another like six to seven weeks to do another episode. So instead of having the people wait, I would rather just put out a, a, a movie, like a whole piece that we can push for a year and, you know, make a cult classic like that. So with cool. that, um, would you plan on getting more on your team as far as animation or are you trying to get a movie out the way by yourself? No, 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 no. He's like, he's on nah, Those days is over. <laughs> so, you know, now that I've, I've built a resume and I've built a fan base and people see who the characters are and what the story is, mm-hmm. now it's time to put the paper up and invest so I can get, you know, an animation team, I can have a sound designer. You know, I do everything. Yeah. So to do a 60-minute movie would take me probably two years. I don't want to do that. I was going to say, so as far as that I've seen, um, the cast includes David Rush, mm-hmm. uh, Marley, mm-hmm. Clayton English, you got Chico Bean, mm-hmm. uh, is it Ashton Amir? Amir? Yes, okay. Ashton Jones. Okay, uh-huh. uh, DC Youngfly, yep. and Carlos. Yes. Carlos is there anybody Bill. else I'm missing on there? Uh, no, that's us. Or anyone that's upcoming? No, I like sometimes we'll have guest appearances. So like the Christmas episode, we had Nav Green play uh, a pastor. Um, that's really about it, though. It was really, really tight-knit and in-house like it's us I, I do multiple voices and so does David Rush so it's kind of like we don't wait on anybody you know what I mean and you, you have guys who you got to think like DC and them their schedule is crazy so it's hard to get them in the studio but they're always willing to do it you know but as far as just get scheduling and a lot of times I can't wait so I try to get as much from them as I can while I have them so we'll do like an hour studio session and I have like three episodes worth of shit that I just grab from them so I can let them go about the work and I can work. How that, the process is, like, is it scripted or are they just going in? No, so, all right, so this is what I'm saying. It's, it's so organic. So I never even thought to have them part of the cartoon in the first place. You know what I mean? But they belong in this show because they embody everything that I wanted the show to be. Like, so I wanted it to be funny. They're funny. I wanted all the characters to be able to either rap or sing. They all can rap or sing. And I wanted... Um, off-the-wall, ad-lib type comedy sometimes. So I always have a script. I'll always come in with a script, and I'll have them read the script and do what I asked them to do, and then we'll do another take, and I'm saying, all right, so now you know the scene. Do it your way. So a lot of stuff that you see is the story is there, but they're taking the lines. Man, what the improv is crazy. They're the improv kings. They are the kings of improv, so... It's a lot of jewels that, that a lot whole of gold. team, they're just so quick and like duck with the response. Seriously. 
seriously. Like, it's never hard. It's always fun. I think the hardest part, honestly, of doing the show is not laughing in the studio while they're <laughs> recording because I don't want to mess up the, uh, the, the audio. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude's funny, man. So did you have any experience um, doing voiceover type stuff before this? Um, or was this a process you had learned as you? Nah, nah. I, it was easy. It was easy. Because, you know, DJ, I'm a strip club DJ. So half of the job is talking. Like, I always had to be on the mic. I got to tell jokes. I got to sell drinks. I got to, you yeah. know what I mean, make announcements. So I used to rap for like 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, I was in the game. So talking on mics and being in studios is just as easy. That was nothing. That was nothing. That's awesome. Um, I know that uh, they're also planning on coming down to Savannah here at the end of the month. Yeah. Are you going to be uh, coming with them? I or? will be there. All right, that's I what's up. Let me know when you get in town. We can get something going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so is there any, well, you, you talked about the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you have a date that you're working with? No, not yet. Now it's, uh, it's the crowdfunding mm-hmm. stage. You know what I mean? It's about putting the budget together and getting the paper so I know, you know, how much I have to work with. I can work, I've been working with nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if I get a little bit, I can make it work. So I'm trying to see how much I can get, how fast I can get it, and then we'll work on time. It might seem a little far, but you got any other projects in mind too? Um, further down the line, I got a couple ideas, but I'm focusing yeah. on one thing at a time. Word. You know what I mean? But I do have something else. So, cause I, I know how it is too. It's like, all right, what else do you have? Is your whole, you know, all you have is roaches? Nah, I have a show that's not even urban, you know what I mean? Like a real mainstream cartoon that I want to do after this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So of course everyone sees the highlights online, mm-hmm. but no doubtably you or undoubtedly you've dealt with some bullshit. Oh yeah. That's the game though. With some of the stuff you've dealt with that, uh, have knocked you back a couple steps or hmm. just delayed the process as a whole. I would say, you know what it is, man? It's just people don't believe, you know what I mean? So, You'll have people say, like, I don't really get as much as you would think, but I have had people say, okay, like you said, uh, these are roaches, this is kind of racist. So I've had that, but it's not a, a lot of people saying that. And the people that said, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, you're not watching this shit Why do I care what <laughs> you eight think? million. I don't care about Come three. on, man. Get out of here. Yeah. So um, it's really just been more about when I tried to go the network route, I think that kind of pushed me back. But I'm glad it happened because everything happens for a reason. I had a production deal um, two years ago with a company and it's kind of like the music business, right? So I had a guy, he would have been the A&R. Mm-hmm. He believed in the project, loved it. So he signed me and I had a, like a six month contract with them. And what they were supposed to do is shop the show to networks. But when he sent it up the chain, the label, they didn't get it. You know what I mean? And they were kind of like, all right, well, we don't even know what to do, do with this. So I was like, well, why'd you sign me in the first place? But it was more of him, he believed, but they didn't believe, so I was just stuck. But while I was stuck, I never stopped because I have an independent mindset anyway. I knew it wasn't gonna work there. So I just kept working on it and putting it out, and I put a clause in my contract saying, while y'all are shopping, which they didn't shop anything, let me keep working. I still own it, let me keep working. If something comes through, then cool, we'll talk. So I just kept working, and then I realized, that's when I was like, all right, well, they don't understand this for real. And a lot of things that you see, like I watched it with the 85 South show. That's why I respect them. Like they started off as a podcast. People didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Podcasts weren't really lit like that. And you got niggas and they wasn't even really talking about nothing. They was just off the cuff doing improv, talking about real shit, telling jokes, making characters, and people just didn't get it. But now, three, four years later, like I said, they do sell out shows all across the country every week. So it's just really, you got to believe in yourself. Like I don't, 
I don't really care what anybody. It thinks. really reminds me of some old like uh, Def Jam comedy type. Exactly. You know exactly. What I'm saying? They're geniuses. Bro. It's nice to bring that uh, feel and vibe yeah, back real to raw and uncut. Exactly. Because people too soft today with comedy. That's and what I know. I'm saying. They be roasting. Yo, people are sensitive, but I don't have a. I don't come from a sensitive background. I'm not easily offended. So sometimes it makes me laugh when people are offended by certain things. I'm like, why are you even taking this serious? Like these yeah. are jokes. These are comedians, and this is a cartoon. If you take a cartoon serious, what's wrong with you, man? It's a cartoon. What are uh, some of the cartoons you watched growing up? Growing up? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm older, so, you know, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I like. But I think, um, yeah, really, when, when the Boondocks came out, though, it kind of changed me because I was like, damn, okay, we can really have a black show for us. You know, he always had the, you know, everything was relatable on that show. I love that show. I think Boondocks was genius, genius. Like, Boondocks and Black Dynamite. Yeah. Also, those are my two favorite cartoons. I remember when my friend first showed me uh, Boondocks. It was just amazing, just because they were real-life situations just turned into true comedy. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. And they predicted a couple things, too. Yeah, they did. Awesome Simpsons yeah. type shit. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to do with the Roach Motel. So I think what I want people to take away from it is don't focus on them being roaches so much. When you start to learn the characters and you really see how they live and how they react to certain situations, they're just people. It's real life situations and it's comedy and it's how, you know, funny situations and how you handle them. They just happen to be roaches. So there's a layer of, you know, uh, comedy that I can do that you can't do with people. You know what I mean? Is there anybody else that uh, you haven't worked with so far that you would really like to? That I would like to work with? Yeah. That's a good question, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, of course, I, will, I would want to work with everybody. Um, it used to be Kevin Hart, you know what I mean? I think still, Mike Epps, definitely. Mm. I love Mike Epps. I think Mike Epps would be funny as hell. I think Michael Blackson would be a great African roach. Blackson, um, <laughs> crazy. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot of talented people out there. So, and, and one thing about me, I'm, I'm willing to work with anybody because I think anybody can bring something new to the show. We can just, I, that's the other thing about Bugs that's good too. I can bring any type of character into the world and I can introduce any new character any way I want to. They don't even have to be roaches. That could be a ladybug, it could be a spider, it could be a lightning bug, a bumblebee, it doesn't matter. It just depends, like I had a spoof on one of my episodes where the girl is watching TV and she's watching Cardi B, but it's a B, like Cardi B. Yeah, so, I saw that. You that know, there's it. different ways that I could bring people in, so I think that's gonna be fun too, just being creative as it builds and bringing cameos in. How does that work as far as like, um, is there any problems as far as like using Cardi B's name or nah. things like that? Nah, spoof is a spoof. Okay. Nah, Family Guy has been doing it for years. Yeah. That's another show I forgot to mention. Family Guy is my shit. Yeah. That was my shit. And American Dad. Like, you, like, you like American I Dad? I did like American I hated the Cleveland show. You could Cleveland tell white people were right in a black I show. I think American uh, Dad sucked too, though. Yeah? I, family Guy is... See, I didn't like Family Guy, but I liked American Dad. I really? don't know why. See? American Dad was just copying Family Guy. And it was Cleveland like a show, different version. It was a bad spinoff. Cleveland show was trash. Yeah. When they brought them together, though, that, that one was episode, funny. that was funny. Yeah. Other than that, no, it was trash. Yeah. White people writing a black show. So I know that uh, Roche Motel is on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Where else could people find you? Is it solely on YouTube right now? It's so, and, and on the RocheMotelTV.com on my website. Because it's really about, you know, you have to think as a businessman, right? So now that I have the product, it's still SEOs and tracking and everything. And I want to build a database. So, yeah, definitely the RocheMotelTV.com. And I prefer people to come there because I have merch. That's the only way I make paper. So. I was going to say, I see the jacket. Yeah, man. Yeah. Got and hoodies. Everything, man. Okay. Hats. You know, all self-made, like we make it at the crib. Literally, we make this at the crib. So 
Go to the RoachMotelTV.com. Support your boy, man. Buy some merch. The merch is dope, man. Besides uh, the RoachMotelTV.com, uh, your personal social media, where can people find you at? Uh, on Instagram, is DJ underscore Filthy Rich for my personal page. Everything is the Roach Motel TV. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Make sure you follow. Subscribe on YouTube, though. The Roach Motel TV on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, man. So keep up to date with what we got going on. New episodes coming soon. Movie will be in production soon. Hey, yeah. I appreciate you, you for coming on, down man. and uh, uh, talking with us, man. Hey, I'm looking forward me, to the movie for sure. Yeah, it's going to be epic, though. Hey, my story is crazy. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy DJ Boom, Fresh Start Radio. We out.